0: Welcome to the Project Life podcast. I am Mike Watts and on this podcast, we're going to explore being a dad and operating the world in that role. Also the other role of just being a dude, being a man in this world. And then lastly, it's about running a business with my wife. So the ins and outs of how we make that happen, advice and things that I've learned over my lifetime and things that actually work to grow our business. So enjoy this episode of Project Life with Mike Watts and have a great rest of the day. Welcome back to Project Life with Mike Watts. Wow. I just had a conversation with somebody earlier today um, because this weekend I was at the March for Your Life event with Penelope and Kate and it was about talking about gun awareness and gun violence that's been happening across the United States and it's been growing rapidly in the last decade and especially in the last five to seven years. Um, It's skyrocketing uh, astronomical numbers like insanity around when it comes to gun violence. It's not about being for the second amendment. People get all in a tizzy about this thing. I don't I don't understand the whole the whole thing. Um it is I've shot a gun before. It's like cool, but I don't get up obs- I'm not a gun obsessed person. Um and I've only shot one gun. I don't know. It's just like, "Oh, cool." It's, to me it's like, "Oh, I drove a car. Sweet." you know, and, but you know how people get obsessed regarding their cars and Lamborghinis and Ferraris and they get all like the power. And that's really what it is. A gun is in your hand is power, right? It's a form of power and form of control. So that's not what we're here to talk about for the most part, but we're here more to talk about the March for your life event and my experience with that and kind of just experiencing these things over the last few years. Cause there's never been in my lifetime. As far as I can remember, I wasn't, I guess you take out high school and middle school and all those years, but like, since I've actually been an adult and we'll take this back to the last 15 years, I've never experienced anything of this much activism. And in my lifetime that I've experienced in the last two and a half years, that's taken place with the women's March along with the women's March this year, then it's just been March or March and people are forming organizations and groups to make their agendas heard and move forward. And it's awesome. Like, it's really, really stinking cool. And no matter where you sit politically or whatever that your views are, you have to admit, it's pretty darn cool, right? And just where people are. Because I think arming teachers is the dumbest thing that we could ever do for society. It's so stupid. Um, people are dying every single day who are trained in weapons. Um Hello, the guy they did a whole movie called The American Sniper about the guy that's had more kills in war than anyone else. He was American Sniper died by a gun from another military officer at a gun range. Okay? So just some perspective on this conversation and situation. But the biggest thing I could say is like the conversation I had earlier today was which was pretty interesting. It was about what is the end result of all the marches? Like what do people What do they do? What happens from it? And I feel like the biggest takeaway from this is that there's movement moving forward. And I think that's the biggest thing. Tony Robbins says progress, um, happiness comes from progress plus growth, right? So when you think about what's going on, we're moving forward, we're progressing, there's growth that's taking place, people's minds are being opened up, people's minds are changing, maybe people that have never voted before are going to come on and vote. I feel like there's a rude awakening that's taking place around the United States, that there can be lives that are heard. We had the Black Black Lives Matter, um, which was a big march, we had uh, the Women's March, we've had March for Your Life you know, over the course of the past two years, which was phenomenal. And I feel like one thing is that has to be known is that these, these people that don't feel like they're heard very much are being, they feel like they're able to give a voice. And you think like the, the example of the Alabama, Alabama Senator dude that. Um, what was his name? Roy Moore. Oh, what a weird, creepy name, but Roy Moore who abused children, At a very young age and he still had the potential to be elected as governor was a governor senator of the state of Alabama is super creepy and disturbing like it's just creepy and disturbing when you think about what people are standing up and supporting based off of certain beliefs that they have versus what other people or they stick die hard to say, I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat, and this is the way I'm going to vote 100% of the time, where it's like, where's the morals in this situation? And I feel like that's where we're seeing that's happening more and more and more now is the morals of people's Life are coming into play and they're starting to realize, oh, I actually can make decisions that are smart instead of sticking to the whole old thing of like, I am a diehard Republican or I am a diehard Democrat, and that's the way I'm gonna vote. I mean, if you had let's say Donald Trump was a Democrat, I would not be supporting him. You know, it's in for me, it's not about whether you're a Democrat or Republican. It's about, are you an asshole or are you a decent human being, right? And that's what it comes down to is like, do you have decency for human beings moving forward in this? And that's what I look at these, these marches are about. It's not about what side of the aisle you sit on or what that may be. And all these thing about making America great again and all that stuff. I mean, to me, we have never reached greatness in the United States of America. We might've been the greatest country ever because of financial decisions that took place to make and don't get me wrong, like I have, I grew up in the United States, so I only have really one way that I'm skewed about it, right? Because I'm here, I had freedom about it. I'm also a white male, so it's a much different scenario for versus like if you're a black woman or a black man growing up here, or you grew up in Indi- or Gary, Indiana versus Valparaiso, Indiana, which are two very close towns, but much different realities that are there. One was the murder capital of the world. One was considered the uh, higher... Or the uppity kind of city of our conference in sports of the high school, right? And I don't want to say uppity might not be the right term for that, but it was like the what's the term I'm looking for? I don't know. People considered it more of the wealthy town of our conference is what they ended up saying. And I I don't like I think if you look at it, maybe it's true. I don't know. I've never looked at the statistics of what it is, but I know I never had to worry about food on my table or roof over my house, right? I was always taken care of that way. So it's starting to give people other perspective on what is actually happening in the United States. And that is the greatest thing the internet has been able to do here in the United States. And yes, the freedom, people moving here, people leaving their countries due to corruption that's happening all over the place. What we've done as the United States is not everything has been amazing, but there's been definitely, it's a good place to live, right? So it's, but also it's not been perfect. We have not taking care of situations that need to be taken care of. One thing could be dealing with our climate, the amount of pollution that we've caused, uh, One th- and that we're still causing to this day. We might Our numbers might go down, but a lot of our stuff that we're using comes from has a long way to travel to get here, which causes a lot of uh, pollution, right? So the climate is an issue. Um, our financial outlook on the future of what's going to take place with Social Security and Medicare, Medicaid, with the health standpoint, our country spends more on healthcare than any other country. And we have very low healthy people. What we've done to the food system here is not a hundred percent. Okay. Right. And so the way we've mistreated food, etc. cetera. So it, it's not about necessarily like, what is the result of these marches right away? It's about the movement that's taking place moving forward. And I feel like that is the place One thing is for sure is that there's they say there's been a lot of division in the country, but what there has not been division about over the last two and a half years has been forward movement into this country with the Me Too movement, equal rights when it comes to women in the workplace, giving women um, the credibility where they deserve proper treatment when it comes to women in a workplace or women in any industry whatsoever. When it comes to gun violence, recognizing like these kids in Parkland, they, yes, it's a white school predominantly, right? And yes, there has been... I used to walk through metal detectors in Gary, Indiana. We used to go play basketball at these schools. These are kids' lives that they had to do every single day. They walked through metal detectors because they were afraid of the violence that took place in these schools. This is nothing new. This has been going on for decades in many, many communities across the United States. But it's now... it's What's happening is the movement is hopefully factoring. Because one big thing that people bring up a lot with Trump is the the guns. And he always mentions the violence in Chicago. It's like changing the gun laws that has some of the strictest ever in Chicago. That is correct. But what is 40 minutes east of that is the border of Indiana, which is one of the loosest gun regulations. So if people want guns, they just go to Indiana. Like it's not rocket science here. So it's the violence in Chicago or what's been happening with the gun violence is never going to reduce itself down why you have a state that's 40 minutes away that has one of the easiest gun purchase laws that take place in the United States. And for us to actually operate in a where we're actually thinking about arming teachers on every school system is insanity. That just like alludes to a problem, right? It just says that there's a problem that needs to be recognized. So it was really cool to go to this march and see like-minded people gather around, support for a common... Cause moving forward to fix some bro, it's not about eliminating guns for all the gun freaks, right? It's not about that. It's not about eliminating guns for your personal protection, and it's not about that, right? It's about paying attention to what is in place now and do these lo- laws and rules make sense? The answer is no. It is it takes longer and it's harder for me to buy a car than it is to buy a gun, right? It's longer and harder for me to buy alcohol than it was to own guns, right? 18, you can buy a gun, alcohol, rear 21, right? It's like, and so it's like looking at the entire encompassing situation and problem that is with an issue like this and seeing the best way to move forward. And the best way to move forward is to, at this moment, in the way our democracy works, is to elect people to make decisions that are smart, right? it's to elect people that make decisions that make sense. It's to allow companies to notice that what they're doing is incorrect so they can make change, right? Dick's Sporting Goods. And I think there was someplace else that's going to stop selling AK-47s and raise the gun purchasing law to 21. Those are smart decisions, right? It's like CVS stopped selling cigarettes. That is a smart decision. It's a bad monetary financial decision in the moment, right? Because they lose $2 billion or something, whatever that CVS ended up losing and making from there. But it's a smart decision for the future of society. And it's about putting people over profits. And it's a great way to think about moving in the future. So it's not necessarily about just one or two marches are going to change everything right away, but it has the momentum to be able to do that. And it's about keeping the momentum going that is really takes the cake and makes the changes for future generations. Cause it's not about thinking about ourselves in the moment. And in this present day, for me, it's about if I have a, I have one daughter and a second one on the way, it's about looking at the humanity for them. And I, and the reality is like, if we start putting guns in schools, there's just going to be more homeschooled kids. There's going to be more schools that start that will come up. So people won't send their kids to public schools. And that's going to screw everybody because taxes are going to be raised because less people are paying into the system, less people are sending their kids there. Taxes will go raised because teachers will be out of work. They'll be going to private universities or private colleges because there won't be guns on campus that actually take place there. And that's going to drive up the cost of tuition for everybody because people. That's how the system works. People. That's what actually takes place. So if that's the case that we're setting a, a situation up for that, we need to improve on that. Equal education for people. If we want equal education for people across the United States, we should offer that because there is many people that are not getting that. And it creates this constant cycle of impoverished society that we're living right now. And if United States is quote unquote, the greatest country in the world, we should think about treating everyone in that manner. Not because you have a colored skin color that you're going to be mistreated or you have a different gender, and all of a sudden you're mistreated. That does not equal the greatest country in the world. Have a great rest of the day. See you guys tomorrow, cheers. What's up people, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. One last thing before we close it out and let you get back to your day. I've put together a free giveaway actually on mikejwatts.com, you can go check it out now, but it's download my free three tools to make your business life easier starting now. And I gave away three simple tips and things that we use in our business that hands down make our life easier, that allows for scale, It allows for solid operating structures so we can scale to the next level of revenue. So you can get that free giveaway. It's a PDF download. You just type it in. Plus you'll also be on my weekly newsletter that goes out every Friday. And I really love it because it's three to four things that I really found valuable in the week and that hopefully you enjoy as well. So you can get all that downloaded over at mikejwatts.com. You can sign up for the newsletter there and I'll see you guys on the next episode of Project Life. Cheers.